Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Hold on, I'll look it up. All right, kid, hand over the dictionary. This is a robbery. Yeah, and we'll take that cell phone, too. Oh, my goodness. I've never been robbed before. That is the first time for everything, kid. <laughs> but these are all the items that I own. Now they're going to be all the items we own. Hand them over, or else. Here you go. There now. Pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> oh, boo, oh, oh. Who can stop these robbers? I'm too young and helpless to do anything. And I didn't even get the chance to acquaint myself with the nuances of the color spectrum. Stop right there, robbers. There'll be no worth thievery on my watch. Oh no, it's the intrepid superhero, Josh Man. That word saving superhero crime fighter. Intrepid, adjective, characterized by resolute fearlessness, fortitude, and endurance. Intrepid. Give the young lady back her possessions, then you're coming with me to jail. Oh no, we're not. Not without a fight, right, Tiny? That's right, Rocco. If it's a fight you want, then it's a fight you'll get. Bam! Come on, get up! Come on Come on! What? Who is it? Hurry! I'm up, I'm up! Not again. Stupid time zone. We're late. Hey, can you at least wait for... (gasps) She never waits. But unfortunately, the progression of wordnesia is inevitable. There is yet no cure, no solution. Even all of the testing and scientific resources at our disposal have not been able to discover even what causes it, much less how to stop it. The only thing we do know with certainty is that unless Wordnesia is stopped, all of humanity will eventually be reduced to nothing more than a horde of babbling babies. No knowledge of any words or ability to communicate in any meaningful way whatsoever. We call this the Wordpocalypse. Obviously, if the news got out that every adult human being on the planet has been infected with Wordnesia, it would cause a worldwide panic. Sorry, my bad. Uh, that's why secrecy is of the utmost importance. We must keep the knowledge of the existence of Wordnesia far away from the general public. Now, I know many of you still have questions about this, such as, oh, 
how can a room full of adult government officials know all about Wordnesia and not have that information somehow leaked to the press? <laughs> but we've reached the upper limits of how much backstory I can realistically squeeze into one episode, so I'll leave such answers for a later date. Thank you for your time. Come with me. You're late. Sorry, sir. It was just further than I thought to get to. No, it was my fault. I overslept. Agents, what I'm trying to instill in these government officials is the utmost confidence that this team is composed of highly trained, highly skilled operatives. That's kind of a tough sell when those same operatives show up late and tripping over trash cans. Sorry, sir. Look, you can restore my confidence by performing well in the next mission. No doubt it's going to be highly dangerous. Which one of you will volunteer to be a test subject for an experimental proportion modulator? She will. Agents, welcome once again to the highly classified, top secret electromechanical laboratory of Mr. Ivan Quigley, our top inventor, scientist, and gadget man. Isn't that right, Mr. Quigley? Mr. Quigley? Mr. Quigley! Huh? What? Oh. Hey, boss. I found your volunteer. I didn't volunteer. I was voluntold. <laughs> Same difference. At least now. At no secondo. Wait, what's going on here? An excellent question, my young agent. Come on over to the projector and I'll answer it. Uh, sorry about the noise, but this modulator isn't exactly portable. Okay. Agents, there's a lot of details I need to cover for this mission, but I'll try my best to keep this briefing... brief. Okay, so we're flying you into South Chicago. To... here. The Museum of Science and Industry. That is a map of the lower level of the museum. And your objective is located in this room here. In there, you will find this. A dollhouse. <laughs> well, it's a lot more than just a dollhouse. That is a one-of-a-kind castle built for silent film actress Colleen Moore back in the 1920s. The castle is incredibly detailed in every room, including this one, the chapel, where you will find a perfect replica of the English throne in Westminster Abbey, a bust of Pope Pius IX, and this tiny Bible, which until recently was the smallest Bible in the world. Now, even though its pages have been wiped blank, just like every other book in existence, we have it on good intelligence We have it on good intelligence that this Bible is the very next target to be stolen by these two. Hey! I dreamed of catching these guys! <laughs> well, law enforcement has dreamed of catching these guys for a long time. This here is Roberto Bruno and Raffaele Siciliano, two of the most notorious specialty thieves in the world. They specialize in stealing 
items in the world's smallest category. And they previously stolen items such as world's smallest pony, world's smallest coin, world's smallest cell phone, and the world's smallest pickle. There's a world's smallest pickle? No, not anymore. The fiends aided to destroy the evidence. But wouldn't that mean the next smallest pickle? <sighs> Let's not get hung up on the details, agents. The point is that these two want that Bible, and they're planning on stealing it, and soon. Now, before you ask me what this all has to do with trapping words, just so happens that these two specialty thieves not only specialize in stealing small items, but they also specialize in the use of vocabulary related to describing smallness. Starting to get the picture? Smallness, because they steal small things all the time. Exactly. This is the dumbest story idea. <sighs> yeah, well, we're already a third of the way through, so we're rolling with it, okay? So you mind if I just finish up here so we can get on with it? Sure. Thank you. Okay, so you want the thieves, the thieves want the Bible, so you're going to sneak in there and switch out that Bible with this. Another Bible. Not another Bible, a tiny word trap designed by Mr. Quigley here to look exactly like the Bible in Colleen Moore's Fairy Castle. After you switch out the real Bible for the word trap, the thieves will steal this one instead, and then we'll be able to trap any vocabulary they know related to the concept of smallness. We don't have a record of exactly how many words they know, but let's set a target of five, shall we? But don't the word traps have a limited range? Yes, which is why our Volunteer will have to stay in close proximity to the fake Bible when the thieves steal it. We have no record of how many small words these thieves know, but we'd like to trap as many as possible, and of course, without being seen. That brings us to the proportion modulator. Are you nearly ready, Mr. Quigley? Firing up now, boss. Wait. That thing is the pro propeller? Proportion modulator, yes. It looks like a cannon! You're gonna blast me with that thing? Well, I prefer the term modulate to blast, but of course. How else are we going to make you an inch tall? What? Uh, this plan does not sound safe. Well, I mentioned it's experimental. What part of highly dangerous mission wasn't clear? Look, certain times one has to just put aside personal preferences and just take one for the team, hmm? Wait, are we sure this is even going to work? Let's say the thieves do steal this Bible. How is Sarah supposed to stay close to them if she's only an inch tall? Ah, that part's easy. We already shrunk her a motorcycle. Action! Suspense. Drama! And... Vocabul vocabulary? Am I reading that right? Anyways, uh, this is Wordtastic!
loud and clear. Just past the cafe on lower level one. Copy. When you get to the food court, hang left and go past the bathrooms. Copy that no- Uh-oh. Nova, there's a security guard up ahead of me. What is he doing? She! Looks like just talking on the phone. She's looking the other way. Well, kick it into gear and speed past her. Stick to the shadows. All right, let's see what this baby can do. <laughs> I know, right? Why does she have to talk like that? It's so fake. You know it's all an act, right? Oh yeah? Oh yeah? Wait, wait, hold on a sec. I don't know, sorry. I thought I heard something. So anyway, what did he do then? <laughs> really? Nova, I made it past the guard! Did she see you? I don't think so! Good. After you pass the bathrooms, take your first right. The fairy castle exhibit is straight ahead. Just past the science theater. Copy that! Is Josh already there? No. I've got him staking out the loading dock. Nova, Josh, I see something. Go ahead, Josh. A box truck just backed up to the loading dock with two guys inside. What are they doing? One just got out and walked over to the call phone by the door. This couldn't already be the thieves, could it? Can you see their faces? Um, it's too dark to see the one in the truck, but the guy on the phone's clear enough. Big fella. Hmm. Okay. I'm texting you a picture of Rocco Bruno. Is that the same man talking on the phone? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, God, they're here already? Did Sarah even switch out the Bible? I'll warn Sarah. You get ready to follow that truck when it leaves. Will do. <laughs> no, I didn't think you would. No, why would I? Okay, Sue, I gotta go. Someone's on the loading dock. Call you tomorrow? Okay, bye. Museum security. It's after hours. What's that? Well, I wasn't informed of any repairs. Well, I'm looking at the repair log right now, and there's... What's that? Look, I really can't hear you. Hold on, I'll come around to the loading dock door. Just a minute. Agent Sarah, come in. What's the matter, Nova? You gotta hurry and swap that Bible for the word trap. The thieves are at the door. What? Already? Get to the dollhouse chapel and swap out the Bible before they can reach the exhibit. You don't have a lot of time. Okay, I'm on it. Evening, ma'am. Hi. So what's this about a repair? Oh, sure. I got the work order right here. You see that? Yeah, look close. Let's go. Come on, get a move on. This sleep spray won't keep a knocked out for too long. Nova, Josh. Go ahead, Josh. The big thief just sprayed her in the face with something. Who, Sarah? No, the museum guard. She's knocked out on the ground. What is he doing now? He opened the big cargo bay door and he and the little guy ran inside. Should I go after them? Negative. Stay where you are. You're a spy, not a cop. You still have a mission to complete. If we arrest the thieves now, we may never get those words. But Sarah's Don't gonna... Don't worry about Sarah. The police are monitoring the situation. 
And as soon as I give the word, they'll swoop in and arrest these thieves. You just concentrate on staying close and trapping those words. Okay. <sighs> oh, come on, this place is a maze. Agent Sarah, did you swap the Bible for the word trap? No, because I can't find the chapel. I keep ending up in the same rooms over and over. Okay, where are you now? I don't know. I'm in some kind of blue-tiled bedroom with a polar bear rug in it. Uh, okay. That's the prince's bedroom. The chapel is downstairs. If you jump off the balcony and down to the main stairs, the chapel is through the leftmost archway at the base of them. Balcony, stairs, left arch. On it. Hurry, you've got to make that swap before the thieves get there. Balcony? Huh? Okay. What the heck is going on, Nova? What do you mean? Sarah, are you alright? Nova, I don't think the thieves came just for the Bible. They're stealing the whole dark castle! Oh man. Josh, Nova, this Josh! Is Nova. Go ahead, Josh. Nova. Go ahead. They've got the whole castle on a forklift, Nova. They're stealing the whole thing. I was just going to tell you that. Are they at the loading dock? Yes, they just load it in the back of their truck. Where's Sarah? Well, she's now in the back of the truck. Oh, no. Looks like they're getting ready to take off. What do we do? Stick with the plan. Stay close to that truck wherever it goes. I'll monitor you both from satellite and keep informing the police. And what about Sarah? Agent Sarah, this is Nova. Hi. What is your location? I'm in the little chapel, finally, with my fake Bible word trap and the real tiny Bible next to me, none of which matters now because I'm locked in the back of a stupid truck. Ah! This was supposed to be a simple bait and switch type mission. Shrink down, swap the Bibles, bada bing, bada boom, and done. Trap all the words and go have a milkshake. That was supposed to happen, not whatever the heck this is. Is there anything you can do? I'm an inch tall girl locked in the back of a truck, Nova. No, you're a highly trained field operative, Agent Sarah. Now stop feeling sorry for yourself and improvise a solution. You still have a mission to fulfill. You're right. Sorry, Nova. Okay, just give me a little time to look around and come up with a new plan. Okay, but don't take too long. Your truck just crossed the Wisconsin border. Where are we going? I don't know, but you need to come up with a plan while you still can. Nova, this is Agent Sarah. Go ahead, Sarah. Okay, I've got an idea. Looks like there's a little window between the truck cab and the back. I can hear him up there talking. Okay, that sounds promising. Can you reach it? No, not without some kind of rope or ladder to climb up there, but I've got an idea. Will this word trap break if I drop it? I don't know, to be honest. Why? Well, they've got that little window open just a crack, but it's close enough that I might be able to throw the word trap through the window and into the cab up front. As long as it doesn't break, then we should be able to trap whatever small words they're talking about. Think that'll work? Well, it's worth a try. I'll tell Josh to make sure his receiver's on and set to trap small words. Okay, may take me a few tries to get it through the window. Josh, this is Nova. Yeah, Nova, did you find out anything? Make sure your word trap receiver's on and set to receive any vocabulary related to smallness. Yeah, it's been set all along. I rigged it so I could monitor through the car speakers. Okay, 
Just make sure you stay close to that truck. The range of the word trap is less than a quarter mile. No problem. I'm right behind him. But we better make something happen quick. Looks like they're heading for the Milwaukee Ferry Terminal. <laughs> yeah, that guard's gonna have a headache tomorrow for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How much you think we'll get for this haul, Rock? Well, I guess we'll find out when we get there, but I'm thinking a lot. Like, a lot, a lot? Well, think about it, Tiny. We just stole one of the most famous and expensive doll houses in the world. I mean, that thing back there is worth millions. Millions? Yeah, millions. <laughs> and you thought I was crazy for bringing my lucky cricket along on this job. Ain't that right, Chirpy? <laughs> you were sure right on this one, Rock. The little guy certainly brought us good luck with... What's that? What's what? Did you see that? I didn't see nothing. I'm driving. What are you talking about? Something just flew in the window. Tiny, the windows are closed. No, this window, it came from the back. Hey, look. It is a miniature Bible. I didn't see nothing. I'm driving. Yes, we're in what are business. you talking about? Something Nova, just Josh, flew she did it. I can window. hear the thieves talking. Tiny, the window is closed. On, right? Yeah. This window. I need to hear what they're the saying. Hey, look. It is a miniature Bible. Miniature. Adjective. Being or represented on a small scale. Miniature. That's one! Hmm. One might even call that Bible diminutive. Exceptionally or notably small. Diminutive. Well, hold on. Is it miniature or is it diminutive? Well, I would think it's both in this case. Now, hold on. How can it be both? Because, my thieving friend, this Bible is both an exact replica of a larger item and exceptionally small in its own right. Small. Already in archive. Then why have two words? Just call it one or the other. One or the other? <laughs> Look, tiny. I know you're a thief, but please, don't tell me you're such a scoundrel as to wish to diminish the English lexicon. The distinction between miniature and diminutive is something like the distinction between small and little. The latter of which implies the more extreme departure from a norm that may be objectionable. Meh. There, you're wrong. They only describe degrees of smallish stature with respect to a given norm. There's no other connotations there. Nonsense. <laughs> That's like saying that the term microscopic is strictly synonymous with infinitesimal. Microscopic. Adjective. Invisible or indistinguishable without the use of a microscope. Microscopic. Infinitesimal. Adjective. Immeasurably or incalculably small. Infinitesimal. You're trying to say they're not synonymous? No, they are. But what I'm saying is that microscopic implies a bit more of a scientific connotation than infinitesimal. Would you not agree, my thieving friend? Microscopic. Infinitesimal. Already in archive. Well, I suppose you're right. Even a degree of smallest stature can also imply an associated connotation or context. And you look at the word petite, for example, which is primarily used in reference to the feminine figure. Petite, adjective, having a small, trim figure, 
Petite. Which also implies a sense of beauty, as opposed to saying gnomish, which implies not only smallness, but ugliness as well. Gnomish. Adjective. Related to an ageless and often deformed dwarf of folklore who lives in the earth and usually guards treasure. Gnomish. Precisely. Josh, that's already six words. Mission accomplished. Now it looks like they're gonna board the ferry across Lake Michigan. Gotta get Sarah out of there before she's stuck on a boat with these two. Copy, Nova. I'll see what I can do. But I'll be honest with you, Tiny. What's currently occupying my mind is not a lexical distinction to proportionality. Rather, I am perplexed as to why my lucky pet Cricket has been verbally trying to garner my attention for the past several moments now. What is it, Chirpy? What is it, boy? Bible. You think it was thrown from the back? There's someone back there, Chirpy. Really now? Tiny, my pet insect, informs me that an unwanted intruder may have hurled that teensy Bible from the back of this vehicle. He's insisting that I allow him to investigate. Well, hurry up. The ferryman's coming this way. Go on, boy. Find out what's back there. Get him. Good evening. I'll need you to inspect the back of your truck before you can get on the ferry. Certainly, officer. What are y'all hauling back there? Well, it's a dollhouse, sort of. Uh, we're uh, taking it to uh, polish the silver. Polish the silver? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna need to take a look. Let's just see what we've got back here, shall we? Did you hear that? Hear what? Yeah. I thought I heard something, but never mind. <laughs> Excellent job, agents. Excellent job. You more than fulfilled this mission. Yep. The thieves were arrested as soon as the ferry landed at Muskegon. And it's all thanks to you. Right on! Of course. Mr. Quigley? Nah, boss. Make your normal sized again, please. Uh, are you sure this is gonna work, Director? Of course it'll work. Go on, Mr. Quigley. Da, da. Okay, hold still, Agent Sarah. Controls is uh, very is sensitive. See? I told you it would work, Nova. Nova? Thank you for listening to this episode of Wordtastic. Join us in two weeks for the next episode. Wordtastic was written and directed by Steve Schneider. Starring in this episode were Tobin Cleary, Sean Francis, Carly Gendel, Owen McEwen. 
Tanya Maloyevich and Steve Schneider. Additional voices by Dexter Heron, Danielle Reese, and Eva Schneider. Editing and sound design by Austin Beach. Music and post-production by Dane Leonardson. For more info about the show or a complete list of cast and crew, visit us at www.wordtastic.org. Thank you for listening to the Saturday Story Circle right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, and Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases from the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.